want to be in sync. I want to be in bathtub. Okay, it's going to be one of those days. Did you hear about the Siamese twins who moved to England so the other one could drive? Oh my goodness. Can we move out of this joke? Can we go to a new joke? What? Why are you being so disrespectful to me? Because you're disrespecting me by saying this joke again and again. How is that disrespecting you? It's, it's, you already said it a million times. For Why don't you respect our listeners who haven't heard it before? Honey, I can count number of podcasts that we did together and you started off by saying, have you heard of the CMU students going to London? <laughs> well, it's a funny joke and I think it's, it bears repeating. Honey, I officially okay. want to disrespect you. It's not funny. Okay. Well, I, I would ask for you to respect the listeners who haven't heard that one before and just let them savor the moment. All right, all right. Go ahead and say it again. Well, I've already said it. It's not necessary for me to say it again. I'm just saying that you don't need to just be so dramatic about it when people who haven't heard the joke before, they, they want to enjoy it. They want to take in the moment and, and share a laugh with their host. And you are denying them this. So... Honey, I keep hearing you saying... Well, it's you. Honey, I keep hearing you say, respect, disrespect, respect, disrespect. Yeah. Uh, I'm about to use that as a tongue twister in my classes. <laughs> 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 so tell me, what do you mean by respect? Why why you keep talking about respect? What, what well, does that mean to you? Well, this is part of the uh, five core values that you and I have discussed at length. And uh, we began with community, and then there's respect, adventure, voshtan, and energy. And respect has long been uh, one, of, one of my core values for me as, a, as an individual. And the more I think about it, the more I realize that we are programmed to crave respect. We, we want validation. We want to feel like what we're doing either in a job or in our marriage with our friends, we want to feel like what we're doing is making an impact. And the social media platforms, they have, they have, uh, they're aware of this. They're tuned into this craving for validation that we all have. And that's why Facebook has things like likes on a post or comments or things like this. The, these are ways of validating our thoughts. And I, I'm going to just tell myself here, there have been many times where I have posted something on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram that I think is really important. And then a short time later, I'm checking to see who, how many likes does this post have. And it's, that's just the way we're wired. And so these social media platforms, they, they know that. And they capitalize it and they manipulate it for their own benefit, which isn't inherently immoral if, if you're aware of what they're doing and you, and you just know you're aware of it and uh, you, you can live with it. 
But what I'm getting at is that we all crave this respect. So I, I don't know if that answers your question. That didn't de- it definitely didn't share all of my thoughts on it, but that's basically it. It's validation, respect. Right. I like your point of view, honey. Uh, well, um, when, when we talked about respect uh, immediately, <clears throat> I remember... Uh, a module I was teaching at university called Leadership for Entrepreneurs. And um, there's this great philosopher, Immanuel Kant, and I would like to quote him. He said that, uh, basically defined respect as a recognition of a sovereignty of other person to think differently when you respect their undeniable right to think to think differently and independently and not to have to accept your way of thinking. And I was contemplating on it. I was like, man, this is difficult. (laughs) This is hard, especially when it comes to a situation where you actually know the truth, the fact, and you just have to, you know, respect the other person or be it other employee, your boss, uh, could be somebody in your organization who is just a freelancer. You know, it's just so difficult to uh, look at that person as a sovereign person and give them the chance to be different and think independently. Uh, even though, you know, maybe the consequence will harm your business or the, you know, harm, the outcome might harm um, other people who are involved in the organization. But anyhow, uh, that's, that's the philosopher's definition. Every individual can have their own sovereign opinion on respect. But personally, honey, I think respect is really, really important life skill. And if we don't have that life skill, we are not be able to coexist with any other human being in this world. Or if, why talking about world so big? In our little community and society where we were just highlighting in other uh, podcasts about our elements of our business. But you have to be very careful because if you try to gain respect and Gaining that respect is by upholding some superficial image. It will never work. You will fail and forever you will fail. So if you want to keep uh, respect, you have to be authentic. You have to be original. You have to be sincere. You have to let what is inside you, the goodness that is inside you to shine outside. And again, in order for you to show your goodness and your, let's say, your integrity, your dignity or whatever that you have, the self-discipline and self-respect inside you. You don't really have to show it because if you think you are a successful leader in a business or you're a successful entrepreneur, uh, it should, you know, be visible by everybody around you, by your subordinate, by your boss, by your partner, as just like the lion in the jungle. The lion doesn't have to really showcase the power. Everybody knows the lion is the king of the jungle. So that is one thing. 
Of course, there are certain rules of etiquette uh, that a lot of maybe people from different culture adhere to to gain their respect, and that's understandable. Why I said that because I am from Iran, and it is known in the world that Japanese and Persian cultures are one of the most difficult cultures to adhere to. There are so many etiquettes, like when you sit and eat, the way you deal with the older people, with younger people, even walking into the house, which foot you will put over the door, which hand you have to take the doorknob to open it for your guest. There's so much. And it was always, you know, told, especially if you're a Persian woman, every parent tell you, when you grow up, you have to act and sit like Persian queen, the way you put your feet together, the way you put your hand together. And they told us, you have to do this if you want to gain respect. You know, so there are all these rules that also different culture people have and it will work for them, maybe not for the rest of the world. But anyhow, people can perceive and sense things far more deeply than they are often aware of. Uh, you can sense when you're in the presence of another person, let's say your client, your um, partner, your business, you know, uh, what do you call partner? Um, and you can, you, you can feel it, whether they're sincere, they're truthful, or they're disingenuous, or maybe they are, you know, faking it. It's very easy because in 21st century, with all this technological <laughs> revolution and all these sophisticated apps, and so much of knowledge and, you know, stuff um, going on around us people and kids especially becoming very smart. Um, it's very easy when um, you are in the presence of another person to feel the aura, the energy, and to see whether, you know, they are truthful to you or not. So, right. So in order for you to gain respect, uh, you can see that there might also be there um, there are a lot of undesirable situation that you have to be in and that's for a purpose because then you can find out what is desirable you know behavior or a quality you want to adhere or uh, make yourself contained with uh, and leave the bad parts or you know the one that are immoral away from your yeah. life yeah you brought up an interesting point in the earlier part of your remarks about how when we we have this craving for respect but if our end game is to gain respect we're not going to get it I, I think if i understand what you were saying correctly that's that was what i understood it to be if that is our goal then we're not going to get the respect that we crave yeah somehow but, you're right i mean yeah. respect is something that is earned you do you are not born you know, mm -hmm. with this quality. Yeah, so, so if you walk so, around with like if it just this, your feelings on your sleeve saying, respect me, respect me, respect me, you're not going to get it. No. Yeah. I believe personally in my past 20 years of, you know, career and professional life, the moment I walk on the street and I just see random people and I just smile, they immediately smile back at me. You know, I think we human beings, we are just, you know, programmed to react to any situation happens around us so 
definitely if um, you send positive message, you're going to get a positive message back. But if you are sending a negative message, you're going to get a negative message back, maybe even harsher, maybe even more strong hit you back. So I um, I always try to first respect others, no matter uh, where they're from, what status they have in the company or wherever I work. Even my students, like I have taught students from foundation, teenagers just coming to college, to university, to the ones that are graduating. They're much more adult and, you know, wiser and been through more experience academically. Um, even though when they come in and they are so raw and they they are very childish, I still teach them how to gain respect by respecting them, you know. And um, and they see the model and they try to follow it. So yeah, uh, they uh, respect is a very expensive, <laughs> I would say, uh, material wealth in our life. And in order to gain it, you have to really work hard toward it. Right. I remember, and this reminds me of a book that I read called Conscious Capitalism, and it was written by John Mackey, the founder and former CEO of Whole Foods, and he wrote it. It was co-authored by, I think, somebody from Harvard Business School or something like that. But one of the things that he said in that, in that book, Conscious Capitalism, that really stuck out to me was if, you, if profits are your only goal, you're not going to you're not going to profit. You have to have a big picture uh, uh, goal in mind, and that is to make an impact. And you, you look at Whole Foods and you compare it to something, uh, uh, another grocery chain like Safeway, Kroger, um, you go down the list, and Whole Foods is very different. The people that shop at Whole Foods, they do so intentionally. They do so because they know that it's more expensive. If they want something cheaper and food that's, you know, maybe maybe a little bit less in quality, but it's still good quality, but you can get it a heck of a lot cheaper, then you go to Kroger down the street. But if you want... People that shop at Whole Foods do so for a reason because they believe that they are part of something. They feel like they're a part of a community. They feel like they are making an impact. And Whole Foods has uh, been very deliberate with their overall presence in the marketplace. It's not just a grocery store. They are promoting values in how livestock are raised, how they are slaughtered. They, they have a, a, a certain code, for lack of a better term, that when you, when you go to Whole Foods... You, you are contributing to making the world better. Whole Foods is very deliberate with the message that they send and the image that they uh, portray to the public so that when you go there, yeah, you know you're paying more, but you're, you're, you feel like you're part of it and you just walk into a Whole Foods and it's just different. It's, you just, there's just a completely different vibe walking into a Whole Foods than Lidl or Safeway or whatever. It's just different. And you can't put your finger on it, but you, it has to be because of, like, you just you just believe that you are contributing to something that is more important than just you, than just feeding your, your belly. 
And so what I'm saying is that they have been extremely profitable to the point that they were sold to Amazon for, what was it, $10 billion because they put their mission and they put their, their, their impact that they want to make in the world above profits. And in so doing, they were insanely profitable. So what I'm saying is that if you are just about respect and you just, you, you're like demanding respect on social media saying, you better respect me or else I'll disrespect you. Well, that's not respectable and you're not going to get the respect that you crave. If you have a, uh, just, you just have a mission and you know what you believe and you stand up for it and you don't, you, you don't demand that people respect you, that's respectable. You're going to get the respect that you crave without asking for it. I don't know if this is making any sense to you. Oh, yes, I do understand. In fact, whatever you said, it just connects us my, to my second point, uh, which I was observing um, in our business, um, that, you know, we are uh, working online and communication in our business is one of the most essential part of our success. Um, I believe if we don't have respect, uh, if you don't show respect to our clients, our business wouldn't be successful. Um, a true communication is one of the most challenging part of every business, be it a business like us. <laughs> Digital media and being online, sometimes we don't see our uh, clients or partners face to face. We don't sit in the same room together. So having lack of communication is also causing a very great deal of financial loss, you know, and conflict among clients, our subordinates, and us even, me and you even. So in order to do that, we have to make sure that um, there is our communication is always respectful. It is refreshing, inspiring, um, and we deal with people in a very mature, wise manner. And we try to effectively bring our clients into our table, our customers into our table. And through that, we are going to show our respect to them. Actually, it's very simple. Many people think, how are you going to, you know, deal with all the business partners or uh, clients respectfully. It is so simple because if you are moral and you're conscious of your dealing and transactions and the way you communicate with your customers uh, in a truthful manner, you know, that means you gain their trust and you build up the respect for your business. And we want to showcase that in JNS digital media. Uh, we want to understand that uh, our customers respect us and we respect them mutually. And we're going by that build self-confidence in us and in our clients. And we want to bring the awareness of the goodness or whatever James was saying, uh, the good that we want to bring to the world and into their world and for us as well. So um, I think that's a very beautiful thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand that. And if I could add one more thing similar to this 
thought that we've been on for several minutes now is people often seek validation. They seek respect in a place where, quite frankly, they're never going to get it. <clears throat> you're never going to get it. No, you're never going to get it. You're looking for love in all the wrong places. How many top 40 previous songs can I quote in this? Uh, <laughs> um, and what I'm thinking about specifically is where most people spend most of their waking productive hours, and that is on the job. Uh, how many people are, if they feel stuck in a job where they don't feel respected, they feel like if people would just listen to me, then we would, you know, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be in this predicament that we're in. And people crave, people have this craving for respect, but they expect it in a job where they're working for somebody else, where they applied for a job and they interviewed and ultimately were offered employment and accepted the employment. But they did so under the condition that, well, you work for us and you do, you're, you're part of this overall mission and you're part of this, uh, this, this overall plan and you are expected to fall in line. If you have a certain way that you think things should be done, well, great. We respect that, but we're going to do what we want to do or what we believe is right for this company. And it doesn't make the people that are running the company bad. They're doing what they feel they need to do to make the company profitable. But how many people are stuck in a situation where they're just, they're just not validated? They don't feel like they are contributing anything of value to the world. They're just spinning their wheels. They show up for work and it's unfulfilling. It's unrewarding. And they go home, maybe stuck in traffic, going you know, going back home. And, and then they're frustrated because so-and-so was disrespectful to them. Some, so-and-so didn't listen to me. And so they stew on these things. And are is that really where you should be seeking your respect? Is that, are, I mean... Are you really expecting to be respected in that situation? And then you ask yourself, what if this job is there? What if I have this just so that I can respect myself enough to provide for my family so that I can go to the grocery store and have money in the bank account so that I can buy food? And that's all that this job does. Is that really so bad? What if... This job that you have enables you to, to take some of that free time that you have outside of your job and build a side hustle of some sort, a podcast, an e-commerce site, uh, a, a training platform of some sort, whatever the case may be. What if this job that you have been seeking validation and respect and you're not getting it is simply the means of financing the way that you're going to get respect and fulfillment and feel that you are making an impact in this world. Is that really so bad? I would say this job is serving a very valuable purpose. Yeah, I totally agree with you. That's, that's well said and you have elaborated in an example that I think a lot of us face 
throughout our life, you know, when we are thinking of development and progress. And um, it is definitely affect the way people perceive us as a person and um, how they're going to respect us, you know. I think our audience are getting tired of hearing <laughs> over and over about respect. We're, we are we are losing the respect of our audience. <laughs> I think we're losing the respect of audience. But anyways, thanks for hearing us. Uh, I think James and I, we want to assure you, we are not just there for business. We are not just there for transaction. We are here for a greater um, impact we want to bring into your life so you can be equipped and impact positively uh, all those who are around you. We're going to look deeper into the values you have within you. We're going to also even look inside us and find those values that are inside us and we're going to match it with you <laughs> and find deeper qualities that confirms us as a human being because we are all human being. Uh, we want to give meaning and understanding to life and respect is one of the ways to give understanding and, you know, to human being and life. Uh, of course, we understand we are human. We have our own flaws and um, idiosyncrasies. If we come from a place of genuineness and authenticity, definitely the responses in our life going to be positive greater success and achievement that's not only what we want for our business we want it for you too hmm. very well said and i and i would just add on just to close things out here is that yes we are i realized that the nature of our business was very one-dimensional it was just production people will send us their audio files and we would get it done of course, you know, that, that's what we do. That's why we call it the GSD network. We get stuff done. But I realize if we're going to make a real impact in the marketplace, we have to offer more than just getting stuff done. I want to be able to share what I've learned in this life and in this uh, podcasting craft. I want, I want to be able to share what I've learned so that other people can benefit and that our clients can uh, share their message better. And so that's what we're about. We we get stuff done on the production end. And then we also uh, educate people on the education end. So it's two major pillars of our business is production and education. So that's why we're sitting here running our mouths far longer than we should on this topic of respect. And that's what you're listening to in this uh, series of audios. So, so Sana, is there anything else that absolutely has to be said because our listeners are very busy and they're tapping their feet, looking at their watches saying, when will these people shut up? Is there anything else that has to be said? Well, actually, I... Um, oh, good Lord. I have six ingredients of... Six ingredients. Yeah, recipe for respect. Recipe for respect. I love it. Let's hear it. Yeah, I think... Um, well, I it's not mine, but uh, I think somebody called Erin Heller, if I'm not wrong... Uh, created this six recipe, but the, <laughs> are you ready? Go for it. Okay. The first is one cup of understanding, knowing what a person is going through and how you should treat them. The second recipe is a pinch of kindness, treating someone the way you would want to be treated. An ounce of human decency, respecting the decisions of others 
and not enforcing your opinion on them and being ap appreciative of any help they have given you. A teaspoon of morals. When you know you're doing the right thing by giving someone respect. Mix them all well with confidence to stand up for yourself. If someone is disrespecting you, still treat them with respect so that you're not being disrespectful and stopping to their level, reaching to their level. Voice your disagreement with someone, but do it respectfully. But if that person is crazy, nonsense, psychopath, you will disrespect yourself if you give away to them. Mm -hmm. All right. Very well said. So is this an article that you found? It was just a pictograph. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we'll I just uh, liked it. Recipe for respect. You liked it on Facebook? No, it was not on Facebook. Okay. I'm just going to say you just validated someone's existence on Facebook. No, no. Well done. It, it was no, just, I don't even know if this, what I gave you, there is an author in it. There is a name there. But I'm not sure if this is the author. It's not said it's the author of this recipe. Very, very, what, whoever said it first, and Sana just read it, it was very well said. Very nice. And we are going to close out this portion of the Crave audio series with that. I am James, and this is my beautiful wife, Sana. And we are happy to share the little that we know about getting along in this world with, for your benefit. We hope you enjoy it, and we will be in your earball soon. Thank you.